Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Daddy Soda Time here on the College Draft Podcast, always presented by DraftKings. What's up? It's Ross Tucker, as always, with you, bright and early on a Monday morning. The former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Most of you know that. Thankfully, played just long enough that they actually gave me a shot at some of these broadcasting gigs, and now I'm sticking around. Television, CBS, Radio, Westwood One. I was in Baltimore on Saturday. I'll be back in Baltimore on Sunday on the sideline. One of my favorite gigs every year, by the way, the sideline atmosphere for conference championship games is special. Cannot wait for that. Should be awesome. Please check me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. Whatever platform you're on, I'm on, except for Snapchat. I'm not doing Snapchat. But any other ones, I think I'm on. And then at Ross Tucker Pod is the one you should definitely follow because then you know when all the shows are posted and you see the highlight clips, like the best two or three clips, video clips from each show. I know a lot of you just listen on audio, which is great, but it's nice to see like the best of the best on video. So follow at Ross Tucker Pod or go to YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Speaking of YouTube, that's where... My co-host for the College Draft Podcast first really made a name for himself with one of the best YouTube channels out there. It's called Football Game Plan. If you don't subscribe to it, you should. He's at F-Ball Game Plan on Twitter. Of course, I'm talking about Emery Hunt, who has the best draft guide in the business. Footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. Here's the thing. He doesn't watch every snap of every guy because you don't have to watch every snap of every guy. Just so you guys know, I do a lot of stuff for high school recruiting because I have Go Big Recruiting. I can tell after three minutes, okay, what level a kid can play at. Three minutes. I have a pretty good idea 
for what level he can play at. So Emery checking out a couple games of these guys, that's a pretty – I mean, you, you can see what they are. Like, And by the way, if they have like two okay games and they had one great game – Aren't the two okay games like more important than like the one awesome game they had? So anyway, check out the draft guide because he does a couple games for like any guy that, that could get drafted or signed as a free agent. Footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. And for those of you that have been loyal listeners or viewers at youtube.com slash NFL, you know that Emory got a pretty good track record, right? Like none of these guys bat a thousand you can go and check they all have major major misses I wish there was someone that really tracked this efficiently because I would put Emery's batting average up there with pretty much anybody I, I really would Emery and you know I appreciate that Ross man and it's funny because this like and this is kind of like early takeaway from the scouting weekend at uh, NFL divisional matchup weekend as I'm watching the Detroit Lions, that's what a team that an Emory Hunt GM would have looked like in terms of drafting. Because when you think about all the number one players at the positions that we talked about last show, the Detroit Lions have them, right? You talk about slot receiver, slot corner, running back, nose tackle, um, you know, all the tight ends, the offensive line we talked about. Wow, that's what a team would have looked like had I been the GM of the Lions because they've gotten a lot of my top five players and a lot of players that are number one at their respective positions. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and again, Ross, you know, this, I'm not going to say, Oh, I had that guy. I was one of my favorite guys in the draft without throwing that, that scout report up there. Cause a lot of people will say that because it gets lost in a Twitter space and no one facts checks. But when you have documented scouting reports that you could throw out there, that's key. So that tells people that, Hey, this guy actually said this about the player, right, wrong, or indifferent. He put it in the work and it's showing right there in the scout report and we're seeing it play out on the field. I like how you do that. I like how when you, when a player does something, you post your actual scouting report on them. I think that's very helpful because people can see what you saw from them when they were in college. Um, I'm curious, Emery, I have several, but I'd like to give you the floor first. Just some of the things that, jumped out of you. These are some of my favorite episodes. Of course, we'll have a lot to get into next week when Emery's at the Shrine Game and the Senior Bowl. I mean, you know, we'll have a lot to get to. That'll be heavy on that next week. But I like these when we talk about some of our scouting takeaways from the divisional round or from the actual NFL playoffs because it's nice to have that in your head before we dive deep into positions and everything else there is not a show that will get you more ready for the NFL draft than this one over the course of the next three months. Because We're about three months away from the NFL draft in Detroit, where that will be, no matter what, that atmosphere now will be amazing because those people are NFL hungry. So you have the floor, my friend, for any big scouting takeaways that you had from the divisional round. How important it is for, and I tweeted this out, just to make the plays that are there to be made. And that's huge based off what we saw in the divisional round. Catching interceptions. We saw that be the difference between the Packers and 49ers. We saw the Lions catch theirs against Baker Mayfield. We also saw that in Baltimore. Jamel Dean dropped it. 
he dropped the pick, right? And, and then still- and then Mike Evans had some drops. And then to your point, Keyshawn Nixon and um, Savage both dropped interceptions from Brock Purdy. And by the way, I like Brock Purdy. Man, he throws a lot of passes that should be picked. He right. throws a lot. He he is my number one ranked interceptable passes that don't get intercepted quarterback right now. That's totally true. You could tell he's living right because there's no way you drop that many gifts uh, thrown by a quarterback. You look at the Ravens game. Had Petrie catch the, caught the interception in the end zone, the Ravens don't score on the next play or the, the, the subsequent play. Uh, in the end zone, like that's a play you have to make in the end zone. So you, you know, and I always bring this up. It's the Nick Anderson theory, my own Nick Anderson theory. Nick Anderson, fantastic shooter, score for the Orlando Magic. Missed those four free throws against the Houston Rockets. He can make those shots a thousand times out of a thousand. But in that moment, in that clutch moment, you miss those free throws. I need you to make those free throws. Tyler Bass misses that kick. You got to make that. Stefan Diggs, drop that deep ball. You got to catch that. Those are the plays that are there to be made because we know a football game really comes down to three plays in a game, right? Out the whole 60 minute, it really will be, uh, be determined by three plays. So making the plays that are there to be made was a one big takeaway uh, I had, initial big takeaway I had from this weekend. It's a good point. Yeah, because every team could look at it and say, man, and that's the thing, Stefan Diggs, uh, the Sherfield kid had two drops. There were a mm-hmm. bunch of drops that, and, and look, it's not easy to catch those passes. I couldn't catch them. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if you're a professional wide receiver, you have to make those catches. Um, I'll tell you some things that jumped out to me, Emery, and I feel like these come back over and over again every year when we do this, especially this time of year depth and the importance of depth right like the Detroit Lions lose their left guard Jonah Jackson so they got Coyote Alshika out there the former left tackle for the UB Bulls who had been on and off the Eagles practice squad the Lions thought this guy looks pretty good in preseason games and guess what he was and is and now he's out there I think Dan Campbell said doesn't look good for Jonah Jackson in the NFC Championship. So now Oshika is going to be starting at left guard, going against like Javon Hargrave and Armstead and those guys in the NFC Championship game. You better have depth. The other thing is, I mean, Emery, there were guys playing in the Bills-Chiefs game. I'll raise my hand right now. And I did the Chiefs game last week. That I don't know a lot about. 27, Kamari Connor from Virginia Tech. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you have a scouting report on him. He was out there. Deion Bush was out there. Josh Williams was out there. I mean, they had so many guys. Edwards went down. Frank Gay. Fayetteville State. Josh Williams. Now watch. This is what's amazing about Emory, right? Josh Williams. Fayetteville State. Emory, go. Tell me about him. 6'3", about 195 pounds. He had a 40-inch vertical leap. That Fayetteville State Broncos secondary was awesome. There were three guys in the secondary. Williams was the draft pick. The other two ended up playing the HBCU Legacy Bowl, but they should have been uh, on NFL rosters. One ended up in 
uh, the XFL. But, man, Fayetteville State was fantastic in the CIAA. And Williams has great length, great ball skills, and it can match up against any other wide receiver that can go vertical. So that's why they, the Chiefs drafted him. He's a press corner that can turn and run with anybody. I think he ran like 4-4-3 four, four, or 4-3-4, four, four, something like that. So he matches up really well. So them going to him is not a problem considering how they built their secondary. Tell me about Connor. I mean, he was playing because Edwards went down. So with Edwards going down, it was either Deion Bush or Connor out there playing a lot. Yeah, Connor, I have no idea about. Not off the top of my head, I don't, I don't know about Connor. Um, but I know Bush was someone that, um, you know, solid player coming out of college. So, again, you talked about depth. And they got they got stretched thin in the secondary. That was that was huge. I thought Buffalo, and they did low key was going to take advantage of that. They they had some opportunity. They got deep. Guys were open. They just couldn't connect. Yeah, Connor, Virginia Tech, fourth round pick. He is a rookie. I, that's not really the point. The point is just this is why every guy on your fifty three man roster matters. And, and this is why these teams care about it. This is why I care about the preseason games and why preseason games matter because it's amazing how often we get to this time of year and these are the guys that are out there. I mean, it's an 18-week season. It's a 17-game season. You're going to have guys that get beat up. And during the game, the Chiefs lost Willie Gay as well as Mike Edwards. Meanwhile, for the Bills... I mean, the whole Bills, I mean, you see that memory? It was out there. It was Cam Lewis, Saran Neal, uh, Dane Jackson, A.J. Klein, Dorian Williams, Tyrell Dodson. I mean, their back seven was basically all backups. And right or wrong, unfortunately, whatever, you could kind of tell. They, they had not much to stop in terms of Mahomes. Uh, another takeaway I had going back to the Chiefs side of things, this is why the NFL focuses so much on twitch, speed, athleticism, um, and then they'll work their way down with everything else. Because the front seven of Kansas City just looked thick. They didn't look as athletic. And Buffalo was really having their way with them because Josh Allen gives you the plus one. Uh, Cook is a twitchy guy, explosive guy. The other receivers were catching and tight ends were really doing a lot of damage in the underneath passing area. The Chiefs really just looked like they were built for a 2003 defense, right? They're big, heavy within their front seven, thumpers at backer, and Buffalo was taking advantage of that. Even though they were dinking and dunking, but Buffalo was moving the ball down the field. How many multiple uh, double-digit drives Buffalo had? Um they couldn't get to Josh Allen. They couldn't really pressure Josh Allen. They couldn't get to the backs going to the outside. So the Chiefs got to look back and say, hey, man, yeah, we're, we're strong. We're a stout. We can, we can crowd the line of scrimmage. We can smother you if you have a team that doesn't have a quarterback that can get out the way. But if you're facing a, a quarterback that has athleticism and guys that can make you miss on the perimeter and at tight end, that could be a problem for this Chiefs defense. And we saw it be an issue yesterday. It didn't burn them. But it's an issue that they have to take care of moving forward. By the way, Emery, you know how I feel about the game time app. How about this? The big game is in Vegas just around the corner. Game time is making it easier for you to check out the action in person. 
all users can use promo code Vegas100 on the Game Time app to get $100 off a purchase of a ticket to the big game. That's right. All users can get $100 off Game Time's lowest price guarantee when you buy a ticket to the big game on Game Time with code Vegas100. I know the tickets are going to be pricey, but I can think of a worse places to have an extra $100 in your pocket than Las Vegas. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Just make sure you use code DRAFT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code DRAFT for $20 off, and then Vegas 100 for $100 off. So here I'm giving you... Not one code, but two. You know, the depth thing, um, Emery, also speaks to special teams, which Hmm. were a major factor in these games. Not just the kickers and kicking, but Steven Sims had a punt return touchdown. Um, Keyshawn Nixon had a big kickoff return touchdown. Like, uh, I'm sorry, big kickoff return that ended up leading to a touchdown for the Packers after tremendous hustle, by the way, by Eric Wilson to get that fumble. I'm just telling you, special teams, nobody talks about. I do a lot of talk radio. Nobody ever calls in to talk about special teams. Never. It's never happened unless after a game, somebody really screwed up. But it matters, Emery. And and, and that's a great point, Ross, because think about this. Your special teams is a direct reflection of your depth. So if you have great special teams, you have great depth because those guys are filling out those uh, return teams and coverage units, and and that's what we've seen on both sides. Uh, you know, even teams that had, they, like, say, Baltimore, they have great depth across the roster, and they still gave up a touchdown on a kickoff return. And so, you know, or a, punt, or a return. So, yes, having great depth bleeds into, obviously, you're too deep, but also into your special teams unit. And if you're able to – and all you really have to win – in a football game is two out of the three aspects, whether that's offense or special teams or offensive defense or defense special teams, whatever the case may be, just win two of the three and you're going to win the game. And teams that have great special teams, i.e. great depth are going to find themselves coming out on top more times than not. Cause to your point, no one talks about that, but if you can win that one, you can have an off day defensively and offensively. But if your special teams is outstanding, that gives you a leg up over the competition. Another one, and these two, I guess, Emery, kind of go hand in hand. I joke, it's amazing how often like, I'll, I'll joke on Twitter and, and people will think I'm serious. But I jokingly said that um, all you have to do to have a dominant team is have an all-time great quarterback, coach, and tight end. Brady, Belichick, Gronk, Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey – Pretty easy. No, it's hard. It's really hard <laughs> to get any one of those. All t- that's, that's why they're called all-time greats. Right. Um, but anyway, um, what I do think is interesting, whether it's the contracts they get or I'm already hearing people, Emery, not having Brock Bowers in the top 10 because of positional value. You got to be out of your mind. Watch the Ravens and even like what Isaiah Likely is doing now and Andrews when he plays and gets back. You watch the 
Niners and how important George Kittle is to them? And then how about um, the teams that won Sunday? First of all, Kate Otten was huge for the Bucs down the stretch. Laporta has been a difference-making player. And then forget about Travis Kelsey. I mean, and even Dalton Kincaid's good for the Bills, but Travis Kelsey had two more touchdowns. Huge, like, tight ends matter, I think, Emery, a lot more than people realize. Hell, even Charlie Kohler has been productive and excellent for the Ravens, too. So they got three tight ends. And it's funny for people to say that, Ross, because, man, we can go through history. Has there been a time where the NFL has figured out how to cover tight ends? Like, we can go through some of the best tight ends in football. They've always been elite difference makers at that position because it's so hard to cover someone that has the athleticism and the skill set of a receiver, but the physicality of an offensive lineman. That's a difficult cover, right? So, yes, you have to take the guys that can help you win those games. And you know how I feel about positional value. It's just, I just think that's dumb, Ross. As we're watching the game, um, uh, uh, any game on Sunday, not once are we saying, like, I saw someone tweet out a joke yesterday that was funny about uh, Jameer Gibbs. Like, yeah, that was a great 36-yard touchdown run, but I feel a little bit better about that had he been taken in the second round. Like, <laughs> nobody talks about that when you're watching the game. You just want to know, can this dude play or can't he play? And if you can play, and listen, you treat it to you treat you're supposed to treat this like you would if you're picking teams out on the blacktop or on the, out in the park. Like, man, get who you think can help you win, right? If you want length in basketball, hey, go get all six ten guys, right? Run three two zone and just block everybody away from the uh, from the goal. Football, I keep bringing up the Lions. Draft who you think will impact your your team positively. They said, damn, positional value. We're taking the best running back. We're taking what we believe is the best slot corner. We're taking what we believe is the best tight end, the best linebacker, and we're going out there and playing ball. And look at him right now, playing great ball in an NFC Championship game. So take who can help you win. Positional value be damned. The salary cap goes up every year. So stop worrying about, well, you got to pay this guy this position. You don't take this guy that. Like, forget all that. Take who you think the best players are, period. It's about acquiring talent, and you acquire talent in the draft. The NFL draft is, what, seven rounds, give or take 265 picks. There's about 20,000 eligible draft players every year. You get seven of the top 20,000. I'm not waiting to take a guy that later in the draft because the positional value may not be. If I think a damn center is the best player in the draft and I have the number one overall pick, I am taking the damn center, right? I am taking who I need to help me win games because if I don't win, I'm going to be fired. Period. Love it, Emery. Just like I love making easy on myself and ordering in on DoorDash. Now I can watch the games. You can as well. Or your bets or whatever. The NFL draft while your food and drinks are on the way. So that means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. Got to wash it down with something. I washed it down with multiple Labatt Blue Lights yesterday. I was trying to uh, go back to my Buffalo roots while I was watching that Bills-Chiefs game. Drink them with your friends, family, yourself. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Emery, let's talk about your uh, your latest All-Star game. You were at the Tropical Bowl last week. Saw you tweeting about it. What 
Give me something that jumped out to you. And I tweeted this out Saturday uh, or yesterday. Um, just the collective length that I've seen at cornerback on these scouting trips uh, in this all-star cycle. You know, everyone, I feel like it's 6'2 to 6'4 at corner. It's crazy. And there were a couple of corners out there that, that really stood out. One corner in particular um, that stood out was from Texas Tech, and that was Malik Dunlap, 6'3. And it's crazy because during one-on-ones, and you know how one-on-ones is heavily favoring the receiver, but if you're running on the outside near the sideline and you're a 6'3", 215-pound corner, man, all I got to do is just, like, make sure I don't give up inside position and you have nowhere to go with the football. The quarterback has to be pinpoint accurate consistently. And so you understand why guys want corners to have that length and have that athleticism. He was one that stood out safety, L. Blades from Duke. Really stood out as well, but keep an eye on this corner or whoever, you know, he's a corner out there, but some people may see him as a safety. Some people may see him as a combo guy, but Nyland Miller-Levy from Minot State, Division II program. Ross, he's listed at six feet, measuring at six feet, but when you see him just standing up, his arms are so long, like they're touching his knees. So you you envision the length and athleticism of someone. This is the second time I've seen him. Alive, he was at the FCS Bowl back in December. He did a great job there. Got the call up here to the Tropical Bowl against FBS competition, and had performed well. So he's doing a great job. And the other one, a defensive tackle that has, I swear, Ross has been on fire for both All Star games. It is Levy. Everybody named Levy here. Uh, Levy Drake Rodriguez from Texas A&M Commerce. Explosive off the ball, quick hands, very hard to block. You know, and has done a fantastic job in two all-star games. So he's another one that's making his way up the ranks. And I thought the offensive line this year, Sincere, Hainsworth from Tulane, amongst others, were just outstanding. This was a great group of offensive line prospects I've seen at the Tropical Bowl since I've been going to this game since 2017. Love it. Check him out on social media, of course, at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, and of course, the draft guide, that's the moneymaker, footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. Love that thing. You can check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod, and all the stuff's always at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. The keg is kicked. We are all tapped out. Thanks for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.